Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Yes, uh, Andy Jacobs is with us in the studio. He's back. And uh, we we gave you a Cheltenham preview today because obviously the festival gets underway. We're usually there. Sadly, not this year, but that didn't stop us giving you a... Full-on preview with Paddy Power. We spoke to Paddy and to Ruby Walsh, the great jockey, uh, about how different it's going to be this year. Andy Smart joined us, didn't he? Yeah, he's a great tipster as well as yeah, a friend of the show. Uh, so. Hopefully he can do you a favour, but he was talking to us about a, a weird year in lockdown work-wise. Um, we also brought you uh, Escalado, the popular handle-based racing game, which didn't go quite according to plan. <laughs> um, and uh, Rupert and Paddy. Yeah, uh, reacquainted themselves. Double Rupert, act, that's they? right. They are a Cheltenham double act, and we heard from them as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Absolutely lovely to see you in the flesh. I haven't seen you really since no. the tail end of November. November I mean, the twenty third. For, last the, time for I those listeners that didn't realise, it was uh, that day when Andy got got a call that his wife had been taken ill and she'd suffered a stroke, and he's been looking after her ever since and uh, working from home. So I yeah. suppose we should ask first, how is Sue doing? <laughs> She's doing pretty well, actually. Not bad at all. And uh, yeah, it's it's a long road though. So sure. it, yeah, but. It, you know, we're pleased with the way it's going. She's pleased with the way it's going. She's never been fitter. It's amazing. This is a woman that hated exercise, couldn't yeah. stand it. Used to deliberately not do any exercise. And now she does uh, a full programme every day. The bike, I do. I get her doing interval training. <laughs> it's really funny. You've got to see her really <laughs> hammering it. She's given her a full, a life's full pre-season. But we, the thing is, 20 minutes on the bike, but to sort of make it more fun for her, uh, she likes RuPaul's Drag Race, so we watch that every day. <laughs> well, that's kind of sport, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's obvious, isn't it? It's got the word racing. And I have to thank her because uh, I brought Sockley with me today. Oh, Sockley's it? looking so tweed, Sockley, much as we are, of course. And uh, not only did Sue make him a new uh, hat, yeah. new cap, she actually knitted him a scarf on the weekend. Oh, he's look at that. He's looking, he's looking good. <laughs> he really is I haven't good. told him we're not actually going to Cheltenham. He thinks we're still like leaving and we'll be at Paddington at 5 o'clock and having a bacon double cheeseburger and a beer in that little pub so oh, no. I'm told I haven't broken it to him that we're not actually going this yeah, way yeah we are I mean, we've got to be honest we've, uh, this is the first one we've missed probably what in about 10 11 oh, years easily, easily yeah. Yeah, yeah possibly more than that and we are creatures of habit we go to exactly the same bar at Paddington Station <laughs> and we have a pint and then yeah. Andy buys goes to Burger King and has a burger has to do exactly <laughs> do you want anything boys no we're alright Andy we'll wait till we have dinner same thing just to tide him <laughs> over ridiculous. and then the whole the whole 
weak normally. Because Andy is very much a creature of habit. And so we've decided to bring some of that to us. We always see Andy Smart. He's all with us. We always see Motti. Uh, yeah. We always see Stephen Hunt, former That's Reading and Ireland. But yeah. we always see Steve. We've got a few uh, war stories from over the years. We always we'll go to the Queens. We catch up with Ruby Walsh. We often catch up with Mick Fitzgerald. People we won't be seeing. Ed Chamberlain will miss Ed uh, yeah. this year. But we wish him well with ITV racing. They've got more races than ever this year because it's on TV. Um, and yeah, we see Cammy. That's people we see all the time. We'll often see Lee Macken and uh, and Sean Lock, won't we? Mm. You know, so all these faces. We're you always have a Guinness at three forty-five on the Friday. On the it's Friday. the only time. Oh, on the Friday. I just to take you home. I don't have one at three forty-five <laughs> every day. Only on the Friday. I think you'll find. All right. Four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a minute past four normally for the rest of that. I'm going to miss that as well. But anyway, I'm sure you've all got... Maybe you are mm. a Cheltenham regular. Maybe you've only been once or twice. Maybe you were planning to go this year. But if you've been... Uh, uh, tell us what was planned for you and what you're going to miss most. Uh, do let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com, text 1889 or tweet to if, um If you'd like to give us your horses as well, we need to sit on the basis that this is going to work when we uh, try... I'm looking for the thumbs up. They're still putting it together. Oh, they, yeah. They're kind of giving... Is it working? Are they? Oh, oh it's a bit of a shaky hand. Oh dear, that's you've got to turn good. the handle very quickly, boys, and the horses have to run. They don't just fall off the table. They have to get over the winning line. So you might want to check the tension on it and all that. So anyway, on the basis that it does work, we're going to play Escalado. So um, it's we just need six horse names. Think about race horse name. Something out there. Can I use this word? I think I will. In the zeitgeist. Something out there mm. that's kind of quite newsy and that would work at the moment. So uh, do let us know. And uh, you, your horse could win potentially when we play Escalado a little bit later on um, it's going to be huge on the Cheltenham um, uh, economy isn't it as well so oh, we're going to yeah. be chatting later on to someone feeling the effects of that at the moment they reckon Gloucestershire generally the, the economy is going to miss out on a hundred million pounds because mm-hmm. uh, there is no festival this year so Anna. that's all to come you want to, you want to, you want yeah, to talk no, about the football no no a little bit because I was yeah. thinking about Barman Dave our producer who uh, always comes with us to Cheltenham and yeah. has been known to have a few oh, and oh, yeah. uh, well he was doing the breakfast show and get, keep going all day and then yeah. you know he didn't have to do that no, no he didn't fact, <laughs> not for four days but when when Lamella when we saw both sides of Lamella yesterday that sublime Rabona and that ridiculous yeah. sending off and you could tell it was going to happen yeah. you knew he was going to get Go. He's been on borrowed time for nearly eight years. All the years he's been here, we've watched games. Get him off before he gets a second oh, he yellow. His foot in all the because time. he thinks he's still playing in Argentina, yeah. where you can do a neck eye tackle and, and not get a yellow. He thinks he's in a Boca River derby. Yeah, I know. He does push the envelope all the time. I, doesn't I, I remember once Barman Dave, right at the start of his uh, career at Tottenham, I think he'd been there about a year. He said. What are we going to do about Lamella Pot? Said nothing's changed. Nothing's really. changed. Here exactly. we are, all those years on. Uh, anyway, um, I, I've seen that game so many times. I'm sure Tottenham fans have as well. Uh, Arsenal are a good side, of course. If if you don't put them on the back foot and let them play, give them a chance to get their confidence up, I, I, give them plenty of the ball. I don't understand Tottenham. They always look so much better on the front foot. Poch, they're Poch's team, and Poch's team was set up to do that. And the players look like they prefer it. Lucas Moore in the last 10 minutes was brilliant. I just Well, whether whether I that's a manager's instruction or whether it isn't, and that's the way the players played, neither of those scenarios reflect particularly well mm. on the manager, I don't think, because they've gone out there and not listened to a word he said. If he said, press high, get on the front foot, that was the way. I mean, they've been playing well. so But Arsenal completely deserved thought, it. And the penalty yeah. was just a smokescreen. It was a soft pen. But, it, you know, you can't rely on that. And you can't have that... 
10 minute KB scramble at the end and hope to score because the margin of error is, is so tight. Mad, really. They deserved it, so no complaints. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny, it's such a mad league. I mean, after the Leeds game, Chelsea Leeds, I was thinking, that's not good, not <laughs> dropping two points there. They end up making a point on everybody else. I behind. know, yeah, yeah. And you They did lose touch letting, a bit with United. You're not letting any goals in, though, are you? I mean, yeah, we're not pre- scoring a lot. Like, no, you're, pre- you're pretty frugal, but you're scoring enough to, you know, to do to do okay. It, it, I was thinking yesterday, it's um, with the news that the cup final is going to have 20,000 fans. For any fans of clubs that are left in it, this upcoming round is so mm. crucial now. It's got a real edge to it. because sure. the, I mean, I can't, you know, I'd really love to go and see, I'm sure you would too, you'd love to go and see your team at Wembley mm. in a final. So, you know, I think it'll really mean something. If there's going to be 20,000 people in there, how many will go to the football family? Oh, no, it's got to go. No, no, <laughs> That no, means no, normally the football, once the football family the have been at the trough, there's normally about 12 tickets left for fans no, if you're you working on 20,000. They'll be... They'll be murders if they do that yeah, let's right. hope not eh? no. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Annie Jacobs here on TalkSport with Paddy Parrott. The Cheltenham Festival gets underway tomorrow like no other. And uh, joining us now to uh, look ahead to it are Paddy Power himself and uh, legendary jockey Ruby Walsh. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, gentlemen. You're right. It's a bit of sombre good afternoon because obviously it's a very sad state of affairs when I haven't missed Cheltenham for 19 years, 19 long years. <laughs> wow. Here I am sitting completely stone cold sober in my house along with wife and children when this is normally meant to be my, sorry, I know I'm always working over there very hard. Oh, but yeah, of course, of course. Away. Yeah, yeah. Driving the business forward. I, I did read your column yesterday, Paddy, in the Sunday Mirror and uh, <laughs> you, you basically said you're still going to have a Guinness at half past 10. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, I, did, I, I wasn't brave enough today. Maybe tomorrow we'll see. See, see how that goes, Ben. Uh, Ruby, how did you get around that with your wife yet? I remember you were telling me this last week as well. Sorry for <laughs> across you guys. If you weren't talking about this at home and you were thinking, 
how am I going to broach this with Jane when I open the can of Guinness at 11.30am <laughs> how is this going to go down what I've decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to say I have to do it for work and I'm going to I'm be on a Zoom because I've got, I've got myself locked away in uh, my little office in the house and I'm going to have the, be, this will be my little uh, Cheltenham den for the week so I might get away I might get away with it. in fact I probably should go out on the slide try and buy a little fridge the trouble the problem here though of course you're talking about national radio and i take it the word will get back to her but uh um ruby good afternoon you're there you're, you're going to be on on sort of tv duty um and yeah so, i am here guys yeah. but i'm in the irish bubble um Cheltenham has been completely split in two and it's for the race course but it's also for the area for Cheltenham town for everyone's um, safety and obviously for all the Irish travelling party we have to go home so we've been completely separated split in two the best mate enclosure is basically an Irish village where all the stable lads are that's where the, the restaurant canteen is for for everybody um, I'm staying in the hotel at the back of the race course the Edinburgh Park with the other trainers and when well, I'm not a trainer but with the trainers mm. and the jockeys um, and all the stable staff are, are, are below on the race course and we're completely separate from the English trainers jockeys media everything Cheltenham has been split in two and there's a green zone and then there's everybody else and we're all in the green zone Wow. Well, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, this is everyone who goes at their favourite week of the year. There's no doubt about that. We've all come to, you and I have come to love it. Mm. And uh, so the lack of crowd is going to be difficult. But, Paddy, do you think it'll affect how much uh, money is wagered over the week? I, th I think there'll still be a lot of interest in the races. Uh, there is, and there has been. And racing, to be fair, has done a, has been brilliant at, at keeping the show on the road, you know. And, and it's one of the sports that you, you can watch without a crowd. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, you know, I guess we're used to it now watching football and everything like that. But like some sports are are harder to watch than others. Racing, the crowd definitely, definitely helps. But the race is still you can still watch it definitely without a crowd. And it's okay. And and we found it that um, yeah, there's like people are still betting away on on the on the race when it's on the telly and stuff like that. So I'd say Challenge will still have a have as much appeal. Obviously, the people who go racing for the social part of it. You'll miss them and you'll miss that. But I think anyone who's really into it will be, will be yeah, yeah. as normal, I think. Sure. Ruby, you've told us before when we've talked about this that horses do get spooked by the huge crowds. They'll, they'll run in front of crowds, but nothing like Cheltenham. So do you think we're going to see maybe different outcomes because horses can cope better because there's not a lot of noise? Yeah, but I, I think, guys, that that's been um, apparent across all sports in the lockdown. Um, within soccer, like why are away teams all of a sudden doing so well against the home teams? Um, in the golf, why have different guys come to the fore that weren't there in the past? I think you've seen that across all sports, that without the crowd, it has removed a bit of the pressure, a bit of the tension, and everybody finds it a little bit easier to perform. Probably makes it a more level playing field, and I definitely think you'll see that with, with horses too. I think we have to mention the elephant in the room and Gordon Elliott is missing. Does, does that help Willie Mullins? Does it help the other trainers? Or will it not make a difference to his horses? Um, I think it was probably close enough to the Cheltenham Festival when that photo uh, went viral or online or whatever word you want to put on it, that the preparation should have been done. You cannot get a horse fit in two weeks. You can't get any athlete or footballer or anybody fit in two weeks. All you can do in two weeks is do too much and put them over the top. Um, so basically, those horses would have been almost at a peak before this transition took place and um, Gordon got suspended. 
obviously within his own setup in Colin Tra, where Denise Foster has moved in and taken over the license, all the staff are still there. So they will be following the same routines and advising Sneezy as to what would have happened. The horse that have left the yard, I think it's too close to Cheltenham to have a, a too big an impact. I think if it had been a month out, it would have had more of an impact than what was going to happen. But I think at, at two weeks away from the event, I can't see it having that big an impact. Jess, did you notice there mm. he referred to, to her as Sneezy? It's so racing, isn't it? Yeah. So Sneezy <laughs> is the new trainer now. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I felt, was asking, sorry. asked himself and a couple of others. I knew, uh, I knew he meant that. Yeah, we, <laughs> why, why, I mean, we didn't think it was one of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, we, we've been following this story. I, I, I discovered a day that apparently it's because uh, when she was a kid, her mm. mates couldn't pronounce the word Denise, so it became Sneezy. That's and it enough. stuck. But she's not... She's not come over, guys, is she? She's, she's not travelled because of the COVID regulation, so she won't be here. No, she hasn't, but um, she is a, a woman that's entrenched in, in horses all her life, mm. and she is uh, a very good trainer in her own right, and she's a woman that has had, and that's, I shouldn't even be saying a woman, but she is a, a person who's had plenty of hardship in her own life. I mean, her, her husband, David, was killed, tried killed in a in a in an event in fall many years ago. She lost her daughter, Lucy, tragically. Um, she's a woman who's been through the mill and she's, you know, taken over this license and has, and has stepped up to the plate and taken it forward. So um, I think there's a lot to admire about what Denise or Sneezy Foster is doing. Absolutely, yeah. And no Barry Geraghty this year. He's um, always good for a few winners at Cheltenham, like yourself. Who, who are the rising stars of the weight room now? Who are the jockeys we should be looking out for? I don't know if there any uh, rising stars going to take over this year, but like, I honestly believe, and I think there's a chance, because I just saw him a few minutes ago, that he's not listening to talk sports, so I'm not heaping any pressure on him. <laughs> but um, I think it could be an incredible week for Paul Townend. Um, he obviously took over the job of Willie Mullins is from me, um, but I think there's every chance he could he could break some of the records I've set there this year. Um, he has a wonderful team of horses to ride and I know looking at him and talking to him he's in he's in such a good frame of mind he's the experience of last year under his belt he's a much calmer and much more focused guy uh, 12 months on and I can see him doing big things this week Interesting uh, yeah. Paddy as, as, as Andy was saying it's been, it's been a difficult period for racing and I think it, it will be good if, if um, Cheltenham could produce some good news stories this week and I would imagine a big winner for for Bryony Frost uh, would be part of that, but it it could do with some good positive PR, couldn't it? I think. I think so, yeah. And I think you know, look, that, that yeah. I think Chelan will hopefully just will just kick on and, and have that in the rearview mirror because you know it's been dealt with and he's serving a sentence and all that kind of stuff. So and and I think this week. There, there's loads of narratives. There's loads of things going on in the background. It's stuff about some of the horses moving and everything to see how they perform. You've got like the two two mares and the champion hurdle fighting it out. You've got, like you said, you've got a Bryony Frost, you've got Rachel Blackmore having a great week as well. There's loads of good things that happen every year at Cheltenham. And this year, hopefully, there'll be a few fairy tales again. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Another fixture from our point of view of the festival when we go every year is a man who spends at least one, sometimes two days with us and spends a bit of time racing royalty. And nights. And nights, oh, of course, especially <laughs> nights. Ball runner, comedy store player, um, Farnborough fan, um, cheese chaser, um, crest runner. <laughs> it is Andy Smart. Good afternoon, Andy. 
Good afternoon, boys. This must be weird for you because you know you're, you're there every year, aren't you? And you why not you go and, you go and stay at John Joe O'Neill's yard, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been yeah, I've been going probably since well, my first time was back in 1980, so long time ago. Mm. And you always join in with our games, the Peter O'Sullivan game. I shall miss doing that yeah. this yeah. year. And there's bloke with a red face from bloke with a red face, guy carrying a pint of Guinness from woman with a hat on, woman with a hat on and boots from bloke with a red nose. And there's a free somebody... scarf, another free scarf, and another free scarf. Another free scarf. Somebody just fell over. Your finest years when you won reddest face of the week. I thought that was and tremendous. That, and you right, and that was and that was some company to be in. That was really. Well, yeah, what there was a lot of Guinness shifted that week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I noticed that one of the bookmakers have been handing out a um, a candle which has got the great scent of Cheltenham. I hope really? it's not the great scent of the Ooh, Guinness village wow. at half past five in the That's afternoon. That's not a great idea. Because that, I'm always worried about a, an explosion in there, really. <laughs> the amount of gas that is, that, that is... Oh, yeah, I mean, they could never put a, a, a proper roof on that. But uh, anyway, Andy, I saw you tweeting yesterday. It's been a year since you did your last gig with the Comedy Store players in in the Comedy Store in London, and uh, it must be, yeah. it must be, it's been a tough one, I would guess, from that point of view, not doing what you love. Uh, it has, yeah. I mean, we we actually did a, a, a Zoom gig on Saturday for a for a stag do up in Beverly, and um, it's just not the same. I mean, it was fun, and uh, we had, we got a lot of laughs, but uh, it just it just doesn't really work on Zoom. You need to you need to have an audience in. Hopefully, there's talk that we'll be back sort of late summer in the store so Good. Brilliant. fingers crossed yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, if you, what about with the sort of Farnborough level of football when are they, A are they still playing and B no are they no the season, early, was, they, uh, the season was yeah. ended back in January so right. um, it's uh, it's all over until us, uh, they're hoping for August to start in August so yeah I mean I just see reading they've confirmed a promotion to and from the fifth tier of English football has been scrapped I mean, there's just yeah. no jeopardy in the National League, particularly at the moment at the bottom, is there really? No, no. I mean, it's it was it was crazy really to start the season. I mean, it was it was. I mean, it was great to actually have games to go to. So I, I really thank all the all the people that managed to to sort of get with, within the COVID restrictions games on in non-league, and that was that was uh, that kept me going for a, a long time, along along with the uh, online poker games that I'm involved with. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's a shame, and, and it's going to hurt a lot of clubs a lot mm. at that level. It really is, and uh, I hope I hope the money does come down from above. Uh, I was saying earlier on that you you are a good tipster, and I often find the days when I don't follow you, you have a good day, <laughs> and the days I do, you stink the place out. But generally, yeah. I'd say your hit rate at Cheltenham is. It's I've often seen good. your return from the balcony, Guinness in hand, punching the air. Another another <laughs> winner. He puts quite a lot into it. He says a lot of work before. Not like us, we're going to think, well, what's Ruby said? I'm writing down every name that yeah. I can possibly find. <laughs> well, I'm a maniac. Please it's gamble responsibly. Yeah. It's funny you should say that because Ruby said back in November at the, no at the November uh, Cheltenham meeting, someone asked him on ITV uh, who out of the Mullins horses he thought would win at the festival. And, and after no thought at all, he just went, appreciate it. So mm. I immediately stuck a tenner on that and uh, I'm looking forward to it winning tomorrow. So, uh, oh, and I've been back one. in Shishkin. <laughs> well, I mean, Andy, betting on it now, Andy, I think it's massively odds on, you know. But I was saying earlier, I, know, no, I, got it, to... I got it eight to one. Right, so, okay. Wow. Well, yeah, not, oh, that's, that's, that's the thing. But Andy, the, the thing is, we were saying earlier on that, that first race that everybody gets, I mean, it rarely is won yeah. by the favourite. How often do we see big odds on favourites beaten at Cheltenham? 
Well, last year, they, uh, they, out of all the races, there were uh, I think there were five odds-on favourites, and only one of them came in. So mm. that sort of shows you that they're not certainties, and that, that's I mean that's the joy of national hunt racing. Yeah. We we can't we can't forget um, poor old Ruby on um, Annie Power going down no. at the last. That, no. that was that was a, a huge sort of shock to everyone. That, that yeah. so you can't you know you, you can have the best horse in the race, and it still might not win. But the, the fun with is with Cheltenham is picking uh, in the in the lesser races and the big fields is trying to find some value in, a, in an each way bet and that's what I try and do. Mm. So I mix it up with favourites, odds on favourites, and then go for the outsiders in the in the, in the bigger fields. So, so you get you follow mm. follow a trainer, someone like like at the moment Harry uh, Dan Skelton. Mm. And his brother Harry, they're doing really well. And then you've got um, uh, Venetia Williams has got a twenty-five percent hit race hit rate at the moment. She's got some interesting horses. She's got Supage running tomorrow at the two thirty at sixteen to one, which is worth an each way bet. Um, what was that one got, called? Uh, <laughs> and he's doing it again. What was that? He's going to end up with a piece of paper. What was that one? I missed that one. <laughs> did you Did you know that it was originally held at Market Harborough? <laughs> what was the what, Cheltenham Festival? The, 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 uh, the, the, the National Hunt Festival. Oh, okay. In 1860, it started in Market Harbour, and then it moved to Warwick Racecourse. Yeah. It didn't get to Cheltenham until 1911, so it had been going yeah. for I, 51 years. I preferred years. Market Harbour myself. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you went for the first couple of years, didn't you? Um, so, so you're, you're each way nap then, Andy. Uh, you're, well, just remind us of the name, the horse you just said for the listeners. It's the part. Sapage, C E P A G E, Sapage in the two thirty tomorrow, sixteen to one. Okay, yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> and, but, uh, if, uh, yeah, if you want to, and, uh, and Frodon, <clears throat> I think, has got a good chance. For, no one's talking about Frodon, but Bryony and that and and Frodon love Cheltenham, and uh, she won there with him two years ago. And the way he, he won the um, the King George at, at Christmas. He, you know, he beat some really good horses that day, and I reckon he's he's got an outside chance at twelve to one. It's worth an each way bet, definitely. Okay, mm. Andy, if you want to follow Andy on uh, Twitter, um, he puts his tips out every day, and uh, and I say he's, he's been very successful on the days that I haven't gone with him. Um, Andy, always a pleasure. Have a good week. Hopefully, we may catch up with you later in the week. If not, enjoy him, and we'll speak to you soon. Lovely. Okay. There we are, Andy Smart there, comedian, tipster, uh, ball runner, comedy store player, cheese chaser, crestor runner, etc. Go and check him out on uh, on Twitter and uh, he, he puts his tips out. You can take them or leave them, uh, of course, as is the case with everything. It's just oh, yeah. a bit of fun. Oh, no, that uh, please, is the key thing. Just have yeah. a bit of fun with it, you know. Set aside a little bit that you can afford to lose, think you're going to lose, and then after that you'll have some fun with it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. The Cheltenham Festival gets underway tomorrow. This mm. uh, bringing you a preview this afternoon in association with uh, Paddy Power. We've got some Escalado uh, coming up, the uh, thrilling handle-based racing game of our youth. Um, and we've got the six horses. Thanks for everybody who suggested them. We'll have the runners and riders later. Stephen Hunt, man, we always see at the festival. Formerly of Reading and Ireland and Hull will be joining us as well. Mick Fitzgerald to mark your card uh, but before all of that, Rupert Bell will be bringing us commentaries uh, tomorrow, live from uh, the course. And uh, he joins us from the course now, along with uh, Paddy Power. Good afternoon again, gents. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. Hello, Paddy. 
Hello, Rupert. How are you? Well, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> I know. It's not to say. I heard. And by the way, I heard. Uh, so you've got Lizzie Kelly now as your sidekick. You replaced me. You didn't uh, even ring me. But... You didn't even check if I was going or not. <laughs> well, basically, family at war. Uh, you know, sorry, Paddy. You know, it was easy. It was an easy choice. <laughs> for... <laughs> so, Paddy, I'm sorry that I've dumped you unceremoniously in this unique year. For Lizzie. <laughs> I've been noting uh, tips down all afternoon, but uh, I won't be noting yours, Rupert. Sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome back, Andy. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's when he put. I've just noticed he has. He's, he's literally just. I was put... going to say something nice. It was lovely to hear you back <laughs> oh, in the sorry. studio. He's had the pen. <laughs> and he's, he's had the pen in his hand until you came on. Then he put it down. Oh, I'm sorry, Rupert. Um, Rupert, uh, we spoke to Lizzie last uh, week on the eve of the festival. Last year, sorry, on the eve of the festival, and she didn't have any rides that week but, but you know i think it was wednesday by the time wednesday and she did so is there any prospect of that this year could you lose your co-commentate could you be going back cap in hand to paddy for a bit unless of she comes <laughs> out, unless she comes out of retirement because uh, in the intervening period she's given birth to a a, a, a child obviously and um and so and i think her riding days are behind her but oh. she has said never say never but she is a groundbreaking uh, jockey in the sense that she was the first to win a grade one. So her CV is impeccable. And uh, hopefully she will give an insight into riding around this race course that neither Paddy and I, we've looked at it enough times. Mm. But let's be honest, uh, we're not jockeys and we're not built to be jockeys Paddy's, either. Paddy's ridden a camel at Cheltenham, but that's a story for another day. Um, we got some breaking news, which uh, we're going to bring you now. Fletcher's rejoined us. Talk sport breaking news. Absolutely. Some big news from the world of boxing. Uh, some very exciting news for those of us that have been looking forward to this for a long, long time indeed. Uh, Eddie Hearn has supposedly told American media that a two-fight deal has been signed for Anthony Joshua to face Tyson Fury later this year. We're waiting on more specific information, but Penn has been put to paper for a two-fight deal uh, between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Eddie Hearn has uh, underst understood to have spoken to American media today. Watch this space. Thank you, Fletch. Oh, that's exciting news. Um, and, uh, well, that's right. Paddy's with us. Paddy, I, don't know, I'm, I take it there's already a book existing on this fight because we've been waiting for it to happen. Do we have any odds? Yeah, I was going to pretend I just made up the odds in my head there on the spot. <laughs> but I guess it's, 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 all these fights are already priced up. Yeah, actually, uh, Fury is 4-7 to favourite and Joshua's 11-8. to eight. So, uh, and 22 to 1 the draw, you never know. Two, a two-fight deal, I guess that means it'll probably be one each and they have to go for a third, won't it? But, yeah, uh, that's a good very cynical uh, view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could be wow, it's, yeah. It's, what, I, what I think is funny about these two is um, they're obviously brilliant at boxing, but uh, they're both kind of quite uh like fury's even calmed down they're quite kind of both uh, like you know mentally kind of you know all about wellness and all that kind of stuff so i can't imagine much trash talking in advance it'll be all respect and you know nicey nice so it'll be a bit weird for boxing i think the, the, the tyson he like you know he, he, i think in private there's quite a lot of respect there but i think when it comes to selling a fight they're both they'll both be up for it when oh, it comes yeah. to selling a bit of pay-per-view especially as it's likely to be somewhere in saudi uh, I would imagine because of the site fee, the yeah. site fee and all that. Anyway, Rupert, um, mm -hmm. back to the racing. You're there. We spoke to Ruby earlier on, and he's in the Irish bubbles. He said he said it is quite eerie at, at, at the course. I mean, you're there in kind of checking out your commentary position. What's it like from your point of view? Well, I went to pick up Izzy, who's um, 
coming to make sure that I stay on air this week, and driving through Cheltenham was as surreal as it gets. Turning up at Cheltenham Station, which you would normally be doing, what, about 7 o'clock on uh, Cheltenham Eve, it mm. would be heaving. There were just 10 rather lonely-looking taxis sitting out there hoping for a customer. Wow. Uh, you go around the streets. I went past the Lansdowne, where we were in this time last year for that epic Escalado race, <laughs> uh, and that was looking very forlorn. It's got basically roadworks all around it. Just the whole, there's just, it is very, <clears throat> it's slightly depressing. But, you know, we've got a lovely sunny day now. I see a couple of horses grazing to my right at the finishing point to up the hill. It, you know, it's going to be very different. And, you know, there are, where I'm commentating from, there's a great bit, some great big hoardings there. To, so when the TV shots look back, there's not suddenly looking at just empty grandstand. So they're going to try and create a, a more closed-in feel. But it does thrive on atmosphere and you know the best making closure well that's the accommodation now for the stable staff who've come over and there's 140 odd rooms that they've just built uh, and plonked in there uh, temporary accommodation and and a little mini village as ruby was alluding to it it's definitely weird but you know we i'm just grateful we're racing because 20 years ago we had foot and mouth and yeah. no racing so yeah I, i'm just glad that we've got something to enjoy for real, genuine jump racing fans, this is the real deal, even in these most extraordinary Rupert, circumstances. Can I, just, can I just ask you, do you know what the gig is with uh, when you win a race, do the, the horses will still go in to the winner's enclosure, will they? And well, then, and the question is, is there a presentation? Because what's the point? Like, do you know what I mean? The uh, I, even there, like. No, well, I think the presentations are going to be very minimal. It will be a sort of work coming in. I, I, what I have seen, walking past the sort of Winnie's enclosure, I mean, where my commentary position is right in front, and that, uh, and I've heard jockeys talk about it, it's nothing better than coming back the long avenue mm. round towards. <clears throat> so it's going to feel so strange in from that respect. But, I, I mean, I've seen the biggest spider cam ever um, suddenly has been come here. So I think the shots that people will see, they'll try and create atmosphere. I'm sure music will be blaring out. So at least there is a sense of occasion for people watching in. But it will be so different. But we've just, you know, we've been racing since June the 1st. You know, I've been to the Derby with no crowd. That was weird. Um, I commentated on Royal Ascot from a kitchen table. That was weird. <laughs> so, you know, um, did I'm you a wear little... a top hat? I bet you did. Yeah. Even... <laughs> um, and that was all I wore. And, oh, uh... no. <laughs> Don't leave us with that mental picture. I just want to ask Rupert, you're a man who likes to avail yourself of the food trough in the press room. I mean, what what, what are they doing? Are they still laying on stuff for you? We've got to bring your own sandwiches. Uh, the, well, I've been to Cheltenham. They actually will lay on food for us, I think. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. So, Thank goodness. <laughs> I, I don't know about the hotel. Mm. Um, I've just had a call from an Alan Brazil. He's probably wanting me to see if I don't know what he wants, but yeah. uh, but I can tell him he won't get a drink here if he's thinking of coming <laughs> to Cheltenham this afternoon because um, it's pretty dry. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, they will look after us in that respect. Now I'm in one press room. They've had to. Uh, the limited jerkness, but there's two press rooms now for people, so we can all be socially distanced. It's, you know, we just got to get used to it and yeah. just hope that. Well, I think the main thing is um, the only voice I think around that I'll be hearing is my own because I could be echoing around the grandstand um, because there ain't going to be many other people yeah. standing in front. So um, I'll do my best. If in have, doubt, you thought, have you thought about that, Rupert? Just in terms of because you kind of do get egged on by the crowd around you. Mm. you know, as the atmosphere builds, you you basically go redder and redder and redder 
and almost mm. collapsed just towards the end of the race. Yeah. Like, well, is that, are you still going to create the same bit of drama? I said to the producer, could you make sure you have a defibrillator ready yeah. just in case? Um, because I think that is important. But I think what I'll have to do is I'll have to go really red because I'm going to have to add uh, the crowd excitement underneath my voice. So um, the, the, other, cr- the other bit of advice I'll give you, the other thing you could do is breathe in every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It, it sounded it sound advice. Keep breathing. Thank you, Paddy, for yeah. those wide, wise now, words. I've got a quick word. Uh, sorry, quick question for both of you. Have either of you ever tried horse milk? What? Yeah. Were you aware that it actually exists? You can you can drink horse milk, Paddy. I, I yeah. haven't tried it, but it makes sense, I guess. Like that, baby horses can breastfeed, like the way every other mammal. But uh, I'm assuming a horse is a mammal, but uh, so. But no, sorry, no. I don't know no. Well, why. Is this the new sort of life-saving well, milk? There nice. is one UK um, producer of horse milk. It's vitamin packed. Um, that's good on cereals, apparently, and okay. teas and coffees. Uh, it's six pound fifty a bottle. Um, well, that's quite expensive. And it's high in vitamin C and yeah. iron, but low in fat, with levels of lactose and the protein casein that are close to human breast milk than cows. Um, it's Gwyneth Paltrow uh, sanctioned this. No, this is, this is a British company. I've got an old school British company. It's great but... if you've got to jump over a fence on your way to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a bit of... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, have it with an apple or a cube of sugar. But, no, it's a bit of horse milk, boys. I mean, you you up for trying it or not? Um, I'll try anything <laughs> once, but... Okay. Um, why are you going to send me something? Well, look, see if we can get you a bottle in. We'll see what we can <laughs> do. I mean, if we'd been there, we could have. Uh, anyway, look, I just yeah. thought I'd ask the question. I think if you haven't tried it, then who has the? Has it made it? Has it made it to Ireland, Paddy? Uh, I haven't. I haven't heard of it in Ireland, but uh, I'm not sure. But I mean, it's, it's just a shame. I'd love to be there where I could try it with you guys. But I'm there, unfortunately, not to be this year. You know. <laughs> well, if you have tried it, Talksport listeners, let us know. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine tweet TSH and J. Escalado is up next. Rupert normally commentates. We're going to have to fill in because it's quite difficult to do it from Cheltenham. But um, good to talk to you, um, Paddy. I think we're going to catch up with you tomorrow, aren't we? I think before racing to mark everybody's card. And I think you're going to stick That's around. Right. That's good. You're going to stick. Oh, we're keeping you on, so uh, don't open that Guinness yet. And Rupert, privilege. We look for, we look forward to bring uh, you bringing us commentaries over the next four days. We'll kick off one twenty tomorrow. But people should remember the start times in the races are slightly different this year as well, aren't they? They are uh, thirty-five minutes between each race. The one twenty start time, as we say, oh. no presentations, and then the big race will every day is at five past oh. three. So, and we're bringing four races every day. Um, into into the H and J. Looking forward to it. Well, you're uh, both sticking around for um, Escalado, even though you can't see what's going on. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you, we'll go through the horses' names, and you can tell us what you make of them all. Tell you more from Paddy and Rupert shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Good afternoon. It's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talksport in association with Paddy Power. You get a uh, £5 free bet on the first race of tomorrow's day one at Cheltenham. Uh, see paddypower.com for more details. One free bet per customer. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Be gambleaware.org. Um, now, just before at Cheltenham, <coughs> we occasionally dig out. Uh, is this your old uh, box? No, no, of, I've got my old one at home. This so is, this I think is we bought the this company one Escalado. <laughs> yes, I think we've got it on eBay. Um, look it up, kids. It's a kind of uh, game um, from uh, the past. Uh, you Basically, crank a handle. Fletcher's rejoined us uh, to crank the handle this afternoon. The horses run on a kind of sheet of plastic. It's all very low tech. It's not. It's yeah. not like FIFA. 
No. <laughs> um, or Call of Duty. It's, that's what games used to be like before people had TVs or computers. It's massive fun at a party, though. We often play it when we oh, have yeah. a Christmas It's party. great fun, it's and uh, part of the joy is coming up with names for the horses, which you've been mm. doing this afternoon. So, um, it's still one. We have Rushton's Regret wearing yellow. Mm. That was Philip who suggested that. Rushton's Regret, of course, losing uh, ten in a row on the birthday spread. Max with me tomorrow. Uh, in um, in uh, still two, Parker's Jacket. Stu suggested that one. He's in the orange colours, not that it matters to that you. actually does sound radio. like a horse, Parker's, Parker's jacket. jacket. This is mm. Scott Parker's, uh, of course, jacket. They even... Pep said he couldn't compete on that level. Um, as a, Shem has given us a great tribute to uh, Murray Walker. He's got Go, Go, Go is uh, wearing the blue in number three. Number four, guest presenter. Um, it would be Alan's toughest excuse yet, not to turn up on Friday, <laughs> but guest presenter. In case um, uh, Danny Kelly or um, Dance gets the call at five to seven when he's at home. Mm. Um, but that's from Glyn. And uh, thank you to uh, Harry as well, who suggested Red Card Rabona. So it's Rushton's regret from Parker's jacket go 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 guest presenter and red card Rabona Andy may be bringing us a bit of commentary I might join in as well Fletch are you ready to crank the handle absolutely the biggest honour of my career <laughs> here we go this is, this is a seminal moment <laughs> seminal moment for you so here we are this is uh, tremendous we'll try and bring you I'm commentary in the wrong position but never mind and so okay are we ready Fletch we're under starters orders and they're off and off we go in the lead is come on Andy go go yellow. go go and, uh, and Toe's the guest presenter. It's quite hard, this racing commentary. Oh, they've oh, all fallen. There's, there's only two standing. Only two standing. Rushed into regret. Rushed into regret. Oh, they've all fallen over. There's only one <laughs> blue horse going backwards, and that is Go, Go, Go. Go, Go, Go is the only one. He's stepping over the other horses to get there. Keep going, Fletch. Oh, oh no. Well, they're all fallers, so whoever gets over the line first, basically. <laughs> so as we close it on the line... Guest, guest presenter is guest the presenter. winner. Every horse fell over. Basically, it was it was carnage. It was not what we want to see. I think you see. were too vigorous there. Fletch. Yeah, you just you were almost not uh, for the first time. Have you had the, have you had <laughs> have you had the ball worker out again? Have you? Well, I think he has, isn't he? Uh, that's yeah. We should have got someone who didn't have such. No, let's not go down that route. But thank you, thank you, uh, Fletch, for that. It's uh, it's it, we thought it for a long time. Now it's been confirmed. Um, and there we are. A win for guest presenter there. If only you could have seen it, folks. Or indeed heard it commentated on properly if Rupert had been here, because we made a right pig's ear of it. But all the horses fell over, which didn't help. I was in I mean, a bad position. I couldn't I, see them. Oh, Paddy and Rupert, I hope we brought you the, the, the real feel of top-quality racing just then. Well, that. Whatever, whatever about Brazil not turning up for work. If Rupert doesn't turn up for work any of the days, we're in big trouble because that commentary wasn't the best of no, ever. And he was just going, oh, number one, which is, uh... Can you do that? Can you do that, Rupert? Can you go, uh... Like that, halfway through a commentary. Uh, it's not ideal for radio purposes. <laughs> Might be all right for TV, but... Yeah. Um, uh, Andy, That's it, um, I'm used to TV commentary. Oh, of yeah, course yeah, you are. Yeah, I like yeah, to yeah. let the pictures do the work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Andy, don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyway, um, Go, Go, Go was... Well, it was should be a voided race. Shades of 1967 yeah. and Foyne I think that, there was an element of that. that. Everybody really, yeah. fell. We, we had to have a winner, so it was guest presenter with... Uh, mm. with say it would be Alan's greatest excuse yet. I'm at home, but I still can't. <laughs> come in but he won't I'm sure he won't do that we used to have used to take, have a book on uh, Alan as a non-runner Paddy over the years but of course not not this year no not this year yeah but like that was that was part of part of uh, Cheltenham though wasn't it yes just uh, Willie or won't you and there's a few he, he had pretty good course form to be fair yeah. um, but uh, yeah I, I remember that I just remember back in the day when I was young 
going on the breakfast show, but in there the crack of dawn, like a glass of champagne handed to you like at seven o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. Like, shit, yeah, yeah, here we go. Right, but yeah. uh, some man for one man. He often, he always, as we walk past the Guinness tent to come mm. to work, normally about ten thirty at the, the festival. Um, Alan's normally there with uh, maybe Quinny or Ray mm. or Laura or an entourage, and, and he's going, "Come on, come and have a drink." And we haven't. Mm. We said, "No, Al, we've we, we've got we haven't even started yet." <laughs> You've got to work. <laughs> your your work <laughs> yeah, may yeah. be done, but he, he does. He tries to entice you in. There is a plaque outside Morton in Marsh in honour of Alan Brazil being stuck behind a milk float. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> well, if there isn't, there should be. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but which was what wasn't that wasn't that his first major faux then, then pas? He got, then he got locked in. The, was it locked in the room? There was there's been some. I mean, the, the Cheltenham excuses are, are uh, legendary, aren't they? Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of them can't be broadcast. I don't no, think. No, that, that's very true. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Paddy, as we said, we will hear from you uh, tomorrow, won't we? You're going to be joining us just just ahead of racing, I think. I will indeed. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. And then Rupert will be hearing from you. We've got four races a day kicking off each day at uh, at one twenty, and we've got you know the big feature races of the day. So um, look, it's going to be weird, but we look forward to it, Rupert, and we'll catch up with you then. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Sorry, Paddy. I hope you forgive me. <laughs> Don't worry, Rupert. I, I couldn't be angry at you for much for long. No, that's it. That's <laughs> lovely. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship they've got there. So there we are. Uh, live racing getting underway tomorrow. Four races a day throughout the week here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Um, and Andy, you'll be back on Friday, won't you? Yeah, looking forward to Andy it. back with us Friday when we'll have four races. We've got four races every day from Cheltenham with uh, Rupert, as you were hearing uh, your commentator with Lizzie Kelly. Uh, and Max is uh, with me tomorrow. Of course, Andy is back Thursday for the birthday spread. See if... Max can break his duck. So until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.